explicit nature of this program, listener discretion is advised. There we go. All right. Uh, talk for me real quick. I saw The Disaster Artist the other day, and um, it's that James Franco movie about The Room, and Kevin Smith is in the very beginning. Oh, that makes me very excited. I have to I yeah. have to watch that. And on that bombshell, welcome to Blow. My name is Evan Zalinski, and it's time to get blown. As you've heard from the intro, you know what episode. This is our ill-fated Christmas Star Wars special. Uh, Dave can't be bothered to hang out with me. Nor can Kristen. They're all very busy and or dying and recovering from fractured buttholes. So I, again, once reached out to the ill-fated Fakakta Comedy Funhouse. And the only person <laughs> worth responding to, other than Dustin, because let's be honest, Kevin sucks. Jason the Bottle, oh, ca- <laughs> Jason the bottle Cap Kid. Well, we <laughs> wow. I'm in good company. It sounds like you are. Uh, well, you, we- you had recorded the episode with Kevin already, right? Oh, yeah. It comes out next week. Oh, I can't wait to hear that. Oh my God. It is a fucking train wreck. <laughs> Believe it or not, it actually is a fucking train wreck. No, I'm not spoiling anything about that episode. I think by the time this comes out, that episode will already be available, right? Uh, no, this will actually come out this upcoming Thursday. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, okay, I so I recorded Kevin last week. I'm recording this. We were supposed to record this Sunday, but schedules and shit, and you know how it is. Sure. So, uh, Jason was... Con- actually, actually, I gotta tell you, I, I, schedules, I know how it is. I, I, I am a little worried coming into this show. Can I be honest with you? Yeah, why? Okay, so I did the show a couple weeks ago. I had a great time. I, I, Ever since I, then? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you had a good time, too? I did. Okay, I, I feel good. I'm healthy. But there, Dave did the show with you? He's yeah. not healthy. Right? <laughs> okay. I, I, uh, Blake Clayton was on recently. He he almost passed away today. Did you know that? No. What happened? He's 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 deathly ill. No. And he uh, we had to cancel a recording the other night, and then today, you know, we're having all this banter on our group text, and he doesn't chime in at all. Later, he tells me he almost chokes on his own uh, his own mucus. Oh, I heard that giant cough in the latest pod uh, uh, couch pilots episode. Uh, it's, I, <laughs> there's something permanently lodged in there, I think. But <laughs> it's he, uh, it's a dick. I think he almost. <laughs> it could be. It could be. I was the only other dick in the room, so either he's sucking his own dick or he's got my cock in his mouth. No, you uh, had um, what's his face from Hyper Uppercut, which I need to get on. So Hyper Uppercut, guys, message me on Facebook. I want you on the show for reals. I yeah, I would love to have those guys, uh, some of the other guys on our show, and yeah. I'd like to be a part of their show. Yeah. Uh, but I, I'm just afraid now with uh, a multitude of co-hosts falling oh, ill. Well, who, is, who, will be, who will be the next to fall? Is Kevin dying yet? I know you hope so. I don't uh, hope so. He hates me. <laughs> I find him very um, relatively. I find his wife beautiful. Let's just go with that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So at the very least, you're saying he has good taste in uh, women's appearance. The first. I will spoil next week's episode. The first question I ask him is, "How the <laughs> fuck did he land her?" Because yeah. I, I look at him, I'm like, "We're both hideous man chuds. How did you get that? And how do I get something like that?" 
man chuds. Because uh, Steph- uh, Stephanie is a very beautiful woman, and she's really cool. Kevin's a good dude. I think. Um, I mean, I'm I'm very vain and shallow, so I'm I'm only looking for attractive ladies where women can see past that. And she can see the the beauty that is Kevin inside. So maybe that's the answer. I don't know. Tune in next week to find out, huh? Yeah, we'll find out. Um, also, real quick, I'm going to steal uh, one of your listeners from Couch Pilots. Me and Lori Garcia are now uh, friends on the Facebooks and the Instagram. So welcome, Lori Garcia, yeah. to the, the Low Blow family. If she uh, is half the uh, fan of your show that she is ours, she's going to be the best thing that ever happened to you. I, I can't imagine she's a fan of this show. Can't, she just a, can't, just a ima- can't can't imagine. Well, she came up as like a suggested friend, so I was like, "Hey, Lord Garcia, what's up?" And then she f- found me on Instagram, and now we're Instagram friends. And she's really cool. She's a good friend. Yeah, she's she seems like gonna like my entire Instagram feed is all of her posts because she just went on a fucking meme frenzy today. Oh my so. god, she's she she'll send me those things too. They are they're insanity, aren't they? Oh, she'll send you stuff. Yeah. Hell yeah. Oh, man. there you go, bottle cap. <laughs> um, when so last, we, hold on, when last we left you, you were about to uh, go on a date. Oh, was I? You were. You said you well, had to leave because you had to go on a date or a lady was coming over. I don't remember that. Oh, well, go back and listen because you said it. All right. All right. <laughs> I, I believe it. Uh, you, you had brought some talk. We're going to get to Star Wars, and let's be honest, kids, this is a full on spoiler alert oh yeah here's your warning right now kids this is it if you want if you don't want it spoiled if you have look it's been out for a fucking week if you haven't seen it shame on you if you haven't seen it and you want to listen to the show go ahead and stop uh, hit play yeah record the whole way through so you can get the download yeah and then stop it go watch it come back and download the episode again yeah or just if you've already downloaded this skip to the last like eight seconds of the show goodbye folks have a good one um, so, but before we get to that, Jason just brought some articles or something to my attention that I'm unaware of. Oh, I just had some talking points, right? Yeah. They're not necessarily articles. Um, I, uh, I, we had talked about how I'm probably going to pass away next because of what I consider the curse of low blow. Oh, great. Um, but, uh, what, is, what is Dave's situation? Is he getting better? Did he get that new anus that you're talking about? He has got the new anus. Um, he's gone some under some anus tests. Um, and he's patiently waiting to find out what are the results of those anus tests. Yeah. And, um, you know, he's, he's, he's alive. He's well. Um, so yeah, we'll, we'll hopefully have him back in the, probably in the new year. He's, uh, he's on the mend though. He is definitely on the mend. All right, good. Because uh, I miss, I, I don't I don't want to listen to low blow and have to hear my fucking nasally drone. I want to hear Dave's nasally drone and hear him talking about foursomes with penises. Yes. I, uh. So, fun fact, I got a text message from him uh, a while back ago, and it just said, fractured butthole, you douchebag. Yeah, he's been been listening, huh? Uh, So that just, you know, and I I kindly explained to him, I was like, dude, I had just gotten done playing South Park. This is on you. You should be on the show. I love you and miss you. Um, And then he's like, okay, bye. So, uh, what, what are your questions for me other than Dave? Okay, uh, the, I guess the only other thing, it just again, just a talking point, just, yeah. just casual observations I'm having throughout the day, and, and something I thought maybe worth bringing up. I'm I'm an old man now, and uh, and you you're just a few years behind me. Yeah, couple. I, I I feel like everywhere I go now, I look around and I am easily the oldest guy there. Ain't that some shit? Is that happening to you? Every day of my life. 
Every day of your life it's happening. Oldest and the fattest. Okay. Um yeah, sometimes I'm that. Yeah. Mainly the oldest. Yeah. It's um it's disheartening. It's it's a little it's a it's a little bit of a bummer. I am often called a man child, so I'm a, I, I, you know, I'm a, I'm a I don't, what, what do you cringe about that for? I feel bad, because you're not a man child, you're a man who has childlike tendencies. All right, well, whatever that's, whatever that is, I just, I just, you know, you feel like you're, you're 19 in your head, yeah. but then you're around, you're like, who the fuck is that guy in the mirror? I feel like I'm 19 until I try to roll out of bed and everything hurts. Yeah. What uh, are we going to do about that? Uh, suck the blood of youngers? I don't know. That's what Lance Armstrong did, right? I think so. Is that how he got that bracelet? Well, I thought he had the bracelet because he only had one testicle. That sounds right. So he should have sucked the testicle of a younger man too, huh? I'm not. I, you know what? Yeah. If you're if you're gonna suck a testicle, suck the testicles of the young. You don't want wrinkly old balls, as many Absolutely girls not. have told me. I've gotten. <laughs> I don't want to suck on your balls. They're wrinkly and old. So, but is there, is, there is some general upkeep. I hope on your balls, though. Right? I I do. Yes. When I'm actively seeing someone, I do manscape. <laughs> But when I'm not, I just, you know, fucking Chewbacca. And on that segue, let's talk about Star Wars. Uh, I'm going to give you one more chance to bow out now. All uh, right, I'll, take, uh, I'll catch you later, buddy. Take oh, it easy. I, I meant the listeners. Nope, all right. Oh, yeah, no, no you're fine. Um, spoilers ahead, because it's about to get fucking ruined. Ruined. We saw it, and we're not afraid to talk we about did. it. We did. So Star Wars happened. Uh, you saw it opening night. I saw it opening night at 6 p.m. for the fan experience. I went. What, with, is that? what does that mean, fan experience? So I went with my mom because, you okay, know, I'm an adult. And uh, we got we we're supposed to get free popcorn, but we didn't. Uh, but we got these really awesome, cool Star Wars giant tops trading cards. There's a bunch okay. of them. Now, which one's that? Because that's like, that's like the anti-BB-8 you just showed me, right? This is the uh, Urban BB-8. <laughs> this urban 8 Ur- urban 8 it's the black bb8 which was in the movie for eight seconds which i'm okay with um because you only need one rolly droid like let's just be honest i feel like they made a big deal about that droid and you're right he's barely in it yeah and i'm okay and with that what are those little furry things that oh were on we're gonna get to them okay i promise because okay. there's a reason why they're in the movie and i just found this out so, Star Wars, uh, uh, The Last Jedi is the continuation after The Force Awakens. Um, but we're going to pause real quick because we have some interesting facts about Star Wars brought to you by the man on the show. So, it's very meta right now. Um, it's an Inception situation, yes. right? Uh, Just wh- call me Leonardo DiCaprio. Real quick, I know you're going to go over them again, but what are the rules to interesting facts? It, yeah, it's very simple. Um on my show, Couch Pilots, we dig into failed television pilots, and you can watch them along with us, but there are facts you won't know about them. So we, we dig a little deeper, and we present them to people. Just like what we did for your show today, Blake and I dug up Star Wars facts, and these facts are set in stone. So, I mean, don't don't try to like argue the facts or don't have opinions about them because what you're going to do if you're around someone else who's listening as well, you're going to sully their experience. I agree. That's not fair to them, right? You know, take them in. Take the take the facts in. And play them as they lie, like in golf, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, not to not to comment on the interesting facts, but 
there were a couple about this movie I did not know. So thank you for that. Oh, you're welcome. I, I can't wait to hear the interesting facts. I absolutely learned them. So tune in real quick to Couch Pilots every Monday. And right now, here's some interesting facts. Ah, yes. And it's your favorite podcast, Couch Pilots, interrupting a mediocre podcast known as Low Blow. Hey, Dave, and maybe Christina Garmia, Persia, Normama, and possibly Dave Wrecked Butthole. I hope everyone's doing well. You said Dave twice. Did I say Dave twice? Yeah, no. you said, hey, Dave. So I'll say, hey, Adam. Oh, I meant to say Adam first. I know. All right, well, whatever. I'm helping you, I'm it, helping you out. Dave, Adam. Is it Christina? Aguilera. Okay. So those, those, <laughs> so those guys, and you know, I don't know. I think it's probably just Adam and a co-host right now. I know I was one. You were one of those co-hosts too recently. Yeah, it was called like Soft Poop Guy. Yeah, Adam. Uh, basically, he's always wearing a hat, and he and he came to me and he took the hat off. He came on you. He, he ejaculated onto me, and then he, he apologized profusely. Took his hat off, put it in his hands, got on his knees, and said, "I, well, I'm please, 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 couch sir, please, sir." Do, do a segment for our show. Wait, more, our, more soup bubbles. Our, Jesus Christ. <laughs> he says, our low blows numbers are suffering worse than couch pilots. Please do a segment for my program. and Do the interesting facts segment. So, Adam, that's exactly <clears throat> what we're going to do. We're going to give you just a couple minutes of interesting facts here. And we thought we'd start off uh, by kind of telling you what the interesting facts are about. Yeah, interesting facts is uh, it's just the name of a segment. That we do on couch pilots. That we do on couch pilots um, that uh, Adam wanted to steal. But mm-hmm. he didn't want to steal. He said, it's not stealing if I have the guys do it. That's like the ultimate laziness, it's right? The ultimate not not laziness. only am I not, I, I'm stealing it, but I'm going to have the people who I'm stealing it from do it for me. You know what? What an asshole. And we, 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 he's an <laughs> asshole, but we commend him for it. That's right. Uh, basically, it's just the name of a segment. Um, Jason and I are going to discuss some interesting facts of a, of a certain topic every once in a while on the show. Once in a while. Once in a while. Wow. Um, it's important to tell you, don't say these facts are interesting. Uh, if you're listening to this podcast in the car with your wife, with your child, with your brother, with your mother, uh, don't tell anybody that these are interesting facts. Don't quantify these facts. Just absorb these facts. Live with these facts. In your mind, mm-hmm. in your mind, mind, you can decide whatever you want about these facts, but don't express them to other people. It's not Right, you're gonna ruin. You're gonna ruin someone else's experience. If with you facts. whip and somebody else nays, you're gonna hate each other. That's fa- I, I. I take your word on that. I take it on faith. Um, so we get, and then Adam also says, "I'm not gonna even give you topics. You just do interesting facts." And does, so he, what is he doing? He, he's doing virtually no work Jesus. for his own show, which is fine. That's fine. That's how he wants to run his. Program. Well, because right fine. now the gay guy is gone, who does all the work, so he's got to like. Figure out how to. He's really him. hustling now. Um, Every day he's hustling. I told hustling. you he ejaculated on me, which is absolutely the truth. I love it. He did so because he had a world famous Metal World Peace milk boner for the new Star Wars movie oh, coming out. Jeez, here so, we go, nerd alert. So these are the facts that we're doing based off of the new film, uh, Star Wars: The Last Jedi. I know he's very excited to this to watch it, and he's also going to do a show on it. This might be the show that it appears on. I have no idea. Oh, I'm excited. Um, so here are some interesting facts, and again, it's just the name of the segment. Yeah. Uh, based off of that film. Okay, first Mark, fact. Mark Hamill. This is uh, Luke Skywalker. The, the original OG. Told Ryan, Rian Johnson after reading the script for the film, I pretty much fundamentally disagree with every choice you've made for this character, Luke Skywalker. Uh, now, having said that, I have gotten it off my chest, and my job now is to take what you've created and do my best to realize your vision. He's getting paid, all right? He would not have a career if it wasn't for... 
uh, Star Wars. That's so shut the right. fuck up. Right. You know, you're you're 30 years past when you you know were a star mm-hmm. because of Star Wars. You're getting paid. You were in the last movie for. 20 seconds. Yep. Shut the fuck up and just do what you're supposed to do because your character is going to die anyway. Okay. Fair enough. Thank you. Uh, Benicio Del Toro was announced to be playing a villain in the film. He was previously cast as Darth Maul, the primary antagonist of Star Wars Episode One: The Phantom Menace, but dropped out after George Lucas removed most of Maul's lines from the script. Is that the guy that was in um, that really... What, uh, Benicio Del Toro or Darth, yeah. Mar- Darth Maul? No, Benicio no Del Toro. Yeah, I think he was in like the usual suspects. He was in that one uh, movie with Tommy Tommy Lee Jones, right? Men that kill. No Country for Old Men. Yeah, no, he wasn't the bad guy. No, that the was the bad uh, guy. <laughs> I'm the bad guy. What, what is that? WWF. Yes, I don't, I don't <laughs> fucking know that shit. Um, none of Carrie Fisher's scenes in the movie are cut out. They used every last drop of that of old course, dead broad because that that's a highlight. Old girl's dead. Yep. Ain't no coming back. Ewan McGregor has expressed interest to reprise his role as Obi-Wan Kenobi in this film. Of course, they. yeah, I want to reprise. If I was Jaja Binks, I want to reprise so I can make some fucking money. Jaja. Jaja Jaja Binks says, no, no, good. Joaquin Phoenix turned down the role that eventually went to Benicio Del Toro. Wow. Um, Joaquin Phoenix, I love that guy. He is good. He's he's crazy. He's kooky. But he, I would tell you what, he's good. I don't think he's crazy. I think he's eccentric and purposefully mis, has a, a purposeful mystique about him. What's the Will Ferrell guy that, that is it like it was in Step Brothers and John C. Riley? He's the same way. Yeah, he is the same way. Like he, he, yeah. First film in the series in which Kenny Baker uh, was not involved in the portrayal of R two D two. Jimmy V was given the job shortly before Baker's death. So Baker, I think, was just succumbing to illness and old, and said, "I'm not going to jump in that tin can anymore. You do it, Jimmy V." Jimmy V, it's a diaper dandy, baby. The uh, the production name for episode eight was Space Bear. Is a and fact, they, and they keep that stuff on lockdown, right? Oh, they got the whole town on lockdown. Like like the 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 the, the, the scripts are like in like invisible ink or yeah, something. That's exactly right. You have to piss on it to reveal it or something. Um, on the final poster, uh, all characters are placed subtly uh, to form Darth Vader's uh, mask. Oh, really? Yeah. That's interesting. What did you say? Is that, what? What did you say? What did you say? I very clearly said on the final poster, all characters are placed subtly to form the pattern of Darth Vader's mask. That's pretty fucking interesting. All right. You know what? I'm done. I'm done. Why? What? We still, he said it had to be 10 minutes long. I'm done. Why? We just talked about how we... We just talked about how we cannot quantify these facts or call them interesting, and you just did it. Well, fuck me. I thought this is longer than we've ever done it before. I thought it was over. I thought interesting facts was I over. I always say interesting facts over when we're done. True. That's it. That's true. I'm done. You. I'm. I'm pushing the mic away. This is. This is your show now. This is your gig. Good luck. <laughs> what am I supposed to do? Hey guys, uh, that was interesting facts. <laughs> You're looking at me like it's such your your nostrils are huge. I can stick my dick and <laughs> we had agreed that we I can't look at you right now. Uh back to you, Ed. Those were interesting, I think. Not really, but yes. The segment's over. Yes. So you're allowed to say so. Then yes. Yeah, I agree. <laughs>
Again, I learned some shit in that segment. Thank you for doing it. We're going to hopefully get more out of it. Um, Yeah, I mean, you asked us to do it. Um, If it's one thing I love, it's scouring the internet. So we're going to keep doing that and uh, come up with fun and interesting topics to present facts for low blow listeners every week. Yeah. So let's jump right into it. Um, What is your background with Star Wars? How do you how do you feel about it? Because, I mean, it goes without saying that I love that shit. Like, those blue little words came up and I teared, teared, adult male tears. Okay, I, I, I get that. You know, we're talking about getting older. Yeah. Sometimes I feel like it's easier for me to get emotional. And I think it's because I had a kid and my testosterone levels are probably down because my body said, you know what, you reproduce, you did what a living organism is supposed to do. There's no reason for you to have any more testosterone. Yeah. So I get emotional easy, but I, I found that I was not emotional when this came up. I Disney is doing what Disney does best, and that's like, milking shit and just they're minting their own money so i I don't feel like star wars is a way long enough for me to feel like oh my god i can't believe it's back that i mean i like the movie overall yeah i'm not i'm not going to tell you exactly how i feel about it yet because we're going to get into it but we are i liked it i liked it overall but still i don't feel like i had quite an emotional rush as in the past when i saw some of those movies okay um i do because i'm a big baby um, but, <laughs> you're a man I, child. but I, yes, but I get what you're saying. It's like we're gonna get a Star Wars movie every fucking year from Disney, which I think it's like a five or six year run, and I bet they take a little break after that and then pump out another trilogy, right? There, we're not done with the main story of Star Wars yet. Well, I, I mean, after Episode Nine, they're not done. Not even a little. I, I wouldn't either. If they bought that thing for fifty trillion dollars or whatever the hell it was, I mean they're gonna they're gonna uh, make that money. Believe it or not, it was Disney bought Star Wars and Lucasfilms for four billion dollars and made it back on the first movie. Did they really? Holy for, Christ! They just recently bought Fox for right, very, fifty-two yeah. billion dollars. All of that came from Star Wars and Marvel money. Disney's just like, are you worried about this? Not even a little. You're not worried that they're going to become this corporate conglomerate that just runs everything and everyone? No, I'm in in the mouse I trust, man. Like, (laughs) and 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 I was worried up until they released this statement. We're going to get off topic real quick, but everybody was freaking out about Deadpool because Deadpool is rated R. It's Marvel. It's Marvel, and 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 Disney goes, we understand. Um, that Deadpool has to be presented in a certain way. And we feel that if we warn our audience that this is the way it's going to be presented, Deadpool has a place at Disney as is. So that means Disney's going to get into rated R Marvel movies. I mean, that's fine. I I wouldn't, I mean, again, it's about the bottom line. It's about making money. The first Deadpool did very well. There's a lot of anticipation for the second one. They'd be stupid to fuck with the formula there. But still, I mean, getting an R-rated movie that you want to see versus like, like evil corporation affecting your daily life kind of thing. You're not worried about that part. No, I'm not. Um, okay. Because they're not do they're not like data mining me. You know, they're 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 buying up properties that they should have. Like Marvel is owned by Disney, which means Marvel now gets the X Men back. They get the Fantastic Four back, so they can actually start producing decent films, and we can get those characters that we all grew up loving back in the Marvel universe where they belong. Wolverine can actually fight the Incredible Hulk, you know. So 
we get that. And yeah, so Disney now owns The Simpsons and Family Guy and The X-Files and all that shit. But okay, it's they're, they're not like, oh, we're buying Comcast. No, we're buying a bunch of movie shit and TV shit so we can produce a cool um, – a bunch of cool stuff, and I'm okay with that. Yeah, okay. I maybe I'm just being a little paranoid. I just think that sometimes when they get too much too much power, there is a situation where they control information, and then there's I don't know. I, 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 they I just sit but, back and enjoy it. Well, they didn't buy Fox Sports or Fox News. Yeah. So right, they well. just bought TV shows and movie properties, which is not that big of a deal. I didn't know that. Okay, that's yeah. I'm learning a lot right now. Yeah. Thank you. That being said, let's jump into Star Wars. Um, so you said you you don't get the emotional rush that I do. How did you feel overall, tonally about the film? Um, just just general feelings. I thought it was good, not great. Um, I also felt like it was maybe a little long. Really, at two and a half hours, how could it be long? <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, it was it was good. It was standard fare. I, I think they're smart on Force Awakens to kind of mimic Episode Four in a lot of ways, and I, I definitely saw elements of that in, in this new one. Yeah, but um, I, I don't know. I just feel like it was it was a little long. It was just a little long for me. And 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 some of the things they did were kind of out of tone of what I expect from a normal Star Wars movie. So let's go to what do you expect from a normal Star Wars? Because I really, again, I'm a Star Wars fanboy, so I'm in the bag for all this. But if it sucked, I'd tell you. Like right, right. the prequels are fucking garbage, and in my opinion, they don't exist. So See, I, I liked, I liked ooh. episode two and three. I, I enjoy episode two and three. I, there's, I don't know why they didn't start with a number one, but <laughs> I mean, there's a Adam, I, Adam. I think there was an episode one. How dare you? It wasn't an interesting fact, so it doesn't exist. <laughs> yeah. Um. But I would agree. It was a very tonally different movie. It was a little bit light. It was a little bit dark. And then some weird shit happened. There's always like little elements of goofiness, usually in the form of C-3PO and R2-D2. Yeah. And, and, and they were largely absent from this film, which was a slightly disheartening. I can understand wanting to kind of put the past behind them and start to move forward. But at the same time, that those are the characters I look for with, that, with the light and the humor. But yeah. Th- th- there was a scene where... Uh, uh, Poe Dameron, played by uh, Oscar Isaac, who is fantastic. Yes, he's uh, he's being a smartass to one of the uh, to General Hux on the phone, like ask, acting like he's trying to wait for him to get on the phone when in fact he is talking. That's <laughs> still it was funny. That. It was it funny, was, yeah. but it took me out of it a little bit. It, it, it's not the same type of humor and the same type of tone that Star Wars had in the past. And that that to me, it's uh, I don't know that that little just discrepancy made me think like. What are they doing? What are they, what are they trying to do here? You know. Well, I mean, right in the middle of everything, uh, Kylo Ren literally says we have to burn down the past and start all over, which is right, basically right. the director saying we're going to burn down everything you know about Star Wars so we can have a fresh view on it. Is that what people want, though? It's kind of what I want. I mean, is, it, is it really? This, I do. This property that you love and makes you so emotional, you want it to change. I want it to evolve. Okay. Right? And, you know, Luke Skywalker, Mark Hamill said, you know, the Jedi think that they're the only ones that could use the Force, that they're they're arrogant in that way, and really it's for everybody. And that's kind of what Star Wars is about, right? Star Wars, 
people think Star Wars is only for nerds. It's only for the geeky culture. But really, it is for everybody. And that's basically kind of what they're saying. This is, like, I've read stuff online. It's like, oh, Star Wars doesn't care about what you think. It's a giant fuck you to George Lucas. No, I don't think it actually is. I think it's... Um, it, yeah, okay, it's a little bit of a giant fuck you, but it's a giant fuck you to saying we're not going to go where you think we're going to go because that's where you want us to go. We have the ability with this giant expanded universe that takes eons to fucking get through. We can go places where people haven't gone and without sticking to just the Luke Skywalker storyline because there's so much more to tell. Sure. Right. And and if they stuck to the Luke Skywalker storyline where everybody has to be a Skywalker and everybody has to be a Jedi and blah, 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 it would get eventually it would get mundane. How many times can you tell uh, a, a terrorist farm boy to go destroy a government power? Right there. Yeah. I mean, that's basically if you look at Star Wars, as you look at the world around us. The Emperor is our government, right? Yeah. The Jedi, yeah, Luke Skywalker is a farm boy from the desert. He's basically Star Wars ISIS. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> the Jet, the Rebels are spices or spacist, right? Yeah, yeah. They're space ISIS. So ISIS. now, okay. gra- now, granted, depending on how you look at it, and people will argue me differently, that the Empire is super evil. I would maintain that Donald Trump's kind of like the emperor, except not as smart or powerful. Um, And there are people trying to upthrow him because they're doing what's right. Now, that's very uh, subjective, right? Right. Absolutely. So it's very – it's it's not concrete. So you got to look at it that way. This way, we're seeing a whole different story. We clearly know who the bad guy is. Kylo Ren is a douche, and I'm tired of him looking like fucking – Joey Ramone from the Ramones. He's not that ugly. Come on. He's pretty fucking ugly. But, like, he takes off that mask. I'm like, he's Joey Ramone. Right? Yeah, he should. Uh, Adam Driver should do a, a Ramones biopic, right? I, I would I would watch it. I hate the Ramones, but I would watch it. What? Yeah, um, there's, a, there's a weird family story that has to do with my mom and bands and contracts and the Ramones getting it over my mom's band. It's a long, complicated story, and my mom hates the Ramones because she grew up in New York, and Joey Ramone, she knew Joey Ramone. He was always kind of a douche to her. This is all. She outlived, she outlived them all, so there she goes. <laughs> right. My mom makes the joke. She's like, I will, re- I will wear a Ramone shirt on my deathbed, to which I reply, Mom, I'm not going to bury you. I'm going to mummify you in a Ramones T-shirt and use you as a Halloween prop. Uh-huh. Uh, what, a, what a good boy. Yeah, well, you know. You're such a good boy. Um, that being said, Star Wars is totally different from what we do. And you know what? Again, if it was a clone of The Empire Strikes Back, I probably would have been bummed about it. I don't think it was exact clone, but th- but there were a lot of very similar elements, I, I feel. Yeah. And, and, and to me, that is smart. You know, why, why not retread a little bit and take people to a slightly familiar you know, uh, feeling or area and then, you know, and, and they definitely tweak it from there. Yeah. I mean, the the comedy in it was, I don't want to say dated, but it dates it, like, the answering of the phone call dates it kind of to right now. Sure. Yeah, you know? that, that's that style of humor, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Humor is always something that you can look at as a timestamp. stamp on, yeah. for sure. 
But if you look at the uh, humor in the pre in and I don't want to say prequels, but in the the first trilogy, it you can't really date it to the seventies because it's it's right. not now like huh, he made a phone call, blah blah blah, in Siri or whatever, right? You know, um, yeah. But tonally, it was it was honestly very different, and I knew it was going to be very different, and I'm I'm glad it was very different. Do you miss not having C three PO and? Uh... R2-D2 in it as much? Well, no, because, I mean, when we see C-3PO, he's with um, Carrie Fisher. Right. And then the moment when Luke sees R2 and, you know, he's like, why should I help? And R2's like, boom, help me, Obi-Wan Kenobi, you're my only hope. I'm like, fucking A, if you're going to reunite two lovable characters together, that's the way to do it. Okay, yeah, you know? I see that. That was good. That was a cool scene. You know. Um, so, so a lot of the film, uh, as the, you know, Star Wars... The, the title would suggest takes place in space and in a space battle. Yes. And in one of these battles, uh, the uh, the first order blows up one of these huge ships or part of the ship. Yeah. And you got to. And it, first of all, R.I.P. Admiral Akbar. Right? right. Oh my God. He's he couldn't get one more into trap out. I was hoping that he would yell that as he was <laughs> sucked into the void that is space. What a trap! What a trap! <laughs> that would have been fantastic, uh, but that was a total bummer because he's definitely dead. Well, also the character, the the actor who played him, did die, so I can understand why they killed Admiral Akbar. Which... And then uh, Carrie Carrie Fisher was in that same room. She was she? Because I, I I don't remember that part. Oh, you don't remember that? Because I was going to get your opinion on it, but if um, you don't it, Adam. I mean, I remember seeing <laughs> Mary Poppins in the movie. Oh, was that about it? That was or, about it. She may as well have an umbrella in her hand. She gets sucked out into space, she just does. like Admiral Ekbar. But instead of dying, she floats like so much Mary Poppins back into the ship. <laughs> Tell me about uh, this, Adam. Um, Car- uh, per- General Leia, yeah, yeah. whoever would be my princess, um, is very powerful with the Force. So right. apparently she can use the Force to create a Force bubble to let her breathe in space. Is that right? I have it's, no idea. It's the only way I can think about it. No now, idea. That's incredible. Personally, I was like, what the fuck? Space doesn't work like that. And it wasn't the only time that happened. Oh, okay. What's the other time? Um, when the bombers are slowly floating over that giant super fucking winged bomber spaceship. Yeah, the uh, the Rebel Alliance is attacking the First Order yes. with these bombers. Right? Yes. And the bombers are, are kind of slowly moving over there into position to drop their bombs. And they drop all the little balls yeah. that have no means of propulsion. Thank you. There's no gravity, right? <laughs> like, one can imagine a ship that size might have its own gravity because it is a very large ship. They estimate it's entirely the size of Manhattan. Okay. Which is pretty fucking big. But you're, but you're right because I, I thought the same thing while watching it. They, it's a it's a ship. It kind of almost looks like Boba Fett ship as, as it flies in a vertical t- style yeah, manner. Thank you and for they, mentioning that. You're welcome. Um, Slave One, if I'm not correct. If I'm you not are mistaken. correct, which is completely usable now, regardless of its name. Yeah, I listened to that episode too, sir. <laughs> <laughs> so they they open that at the bottom, and then all these it, they look like bowling balls, yeah. and they just fall. 
And you're right. There's no propulsion to send them that way. They just like, oh, this is just like you're in the sky on Earth. It's not, not like that at all. You're in outer space. Not even a little. To which I replied in the movie theater, which I don't like to talk to in movies. I'm like, space doesn't work like that. And the big fat Star Wars next to me got fan next to me goes, I know. <laughs> but I mean, there is little things like that. But it's it's a movie in a galaxy far, far away. A long time ago, gravity was clearly different then. So, yeah, there was no Sir Isaac Newton back then. Yeah, right? I mean, it was so long ago. So far away. Yeah. Um, and in a yeah. different galaxy, you know what? Fine. Physics doesn't work and gravity doesn't work the way we know it. I'm all, I mean, they have lightsabers. How, how difficult would it be for them to just have a throwaway line where maybe a scientist looks at the camera and says, hey, you know, physics don't work the same way they work there. Just have a throwaway line like that where he looks directly at the camera, right? I think that's asking a little much. Oh, you're maybe right. Maybe yeah, right. I, 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 th- I think we might be asking a little too much from scientists at that. You know Neil deGrasse Tyson's like, what the fuck? Yeah, I heard he was outraged at sure. the screening. Of- <laughs> He's out- he was outraged at all sci-fi. Dude, it's science fiction. Right, fiction right. being the key word, Neil oh, deGrasse man. Tyson. It's not science interesting fact. I'm going to keep bringing that up. I don't up. know about you, Adam, but I would kill for that man's mustache. I would kill for that man. He's a good guy. Oh, oh my goodness. I mean, he's a smart he's guy. He's like a good fellow. Yeah. yeah. Um, good guy. He's a good guy. How did you feel about the Finn Rose thing? Because clearly uh, Finn wants him some Ray. Like, he's like... I gotta get me a piece of that Jedi girl. Yeah, you know, and I, I'm not I, sure Finn or Ray is really into dark meat. I, I think she's a gay lady. You think so? I hope so. Yeah. I mean, yeah, more yeah. power to her. Yeah, absolutely. I, I bet she uses that uh, lightsaber in a different way. If you know what I'm talking about, that would burn. Like a like a dildo is what I mean. That's that's the don't make Star Wars don't make Star Wars don't make Star Wars gross. Come on. I like a dildo hilt. They have those. I'm sure you can find them. If it exists, it's on the internet somewhere. It's just come. It's called Star Horse, and the light, oh, I, the uh, the lightsabers have little knobs on them because they look like penises. Yeah, mm-hmm. Star Horse, inspired by the uh, Zack and Mary make it porno. It's a real. It's it's a real porn. I'll take two. Yeah, I know you will. Um, I think uh, Finn going Finn. They obviously Finn's a, a main character. They said, "Yeah, you got to go on your adventure." But the, the Star Wars is not one for inner monologue, so there has to be a character to go with them, right? So yeah. So you you bring along this Chinaman broad, and uh, which and you're accustomed with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My daughter's half Chinaman, so I'm allowed to say that. And you you are. don't want to know what I would say if my daughter was half black. But, um, <laughs> this. Uh, I think the relationship between the two, yeah, I thought it was fine. That that was not that was not one of my beasts with the film. I thought that was fine. I, I enjoyed that their their back and forth and their their adventure together. I uh, I didn't really see a need for that uh, little adventure. Did that, let me ask you this: Did she end up dying? No, she gets really hurt, and they put her in one of those freezy things to make her alive later. Okay, because yeah. they're on that planet where they crash, and it looks like he had brought her into the fortress, but they, I, I, I couldn't remember if, if they had salvaged her, if he was just hauling around her corpse. I couldn't remember. Yeah. Um, okay, ha- so she's alive. Rose she, is alive. She, Rose is still alive. Um, she's the bad wolf, but only Dustin will get that joke. Um, <laughs> uh, and then we have Poe. Oh. It's a Doctor Who reference. Um, 
Okay. We're going to get to like Poe and Le- cuz I feel that there are three distinct Star Wars stories in this one film all told going on simultaneously cuz really the movie takes place over like 18 hours. Somehow Ray and Luke yeah. have 3 days of shit going on, but it's 18 hours of the main storyline. So like it's all happening simultaneously in real time. We just see different chunks of it which gives us 2 hours. And, and, you know, one of those storylines is uh, Ray and Chewbacca going to see Luke Skywalker. Oh, and we're, we're going to get to that. Obviously. We're going to get to that in a minute. I want to talk about okay, Poe okay. and Princess. Because the Luke and Ray stuff, I think, is the best part of the entire film. Okay, yeah, let's, let's talk about Poe. Uh, so Poe and Leia, like, Poe is this, clearly he's this guy, I want to blow shit up, I want to blow shit up. Um, and then he has this hatchy plan to blow shit up, and it backfires on him in ways that we've never seen in Star Wars. He is the man. He's the man. He's the ace pilot. He's out there kicking ass, and this is a total fuck-up on his part, right? Yeah. Do you think he yeah. was too egotistical, saying, hey, I could take care of this to that uh, purple-haired general lady? That was Laura Dern, right? Hey, I, Jurassic Park. I believe it was. Da-da-da! Fantastic. Blake has never seen it. That's the best line from that movie. Don't go into the long glass. You know, raptors. (laughs) So that's the thing. I love those raptors. Gotta Um, love the raptors. I don't know if he was I don't know if he was too cocky or not. I think he was um I I I think he was confident in himself. I don't think he was being a prick or anything. It's like I, I know what I'm capable of. And it just it didn't go his way. Yeah, he, he went out there doing what he thought was right, and it just didn't go his way this time. Yeah, he's yeah. lucky to have survived it. I, I agree. You know, the other fun fact is if you notice when Leia stuns him with the gun, that is the only other time we see a stun gun in the entire nine movies. We don't. Yeah. The only other time we see a stun ray is when stormtroopers stun Leia in the original New Hope. That's oh, it. Really? That is it. They brought that back for one scene. That's it. In Star Trek, they do it all the time, right? Like, it's well, say, uh, set set your phasers to stun. Yeah, well, that's because Star Trek's a bunch of pussies. <laughs> Fucking Trekkers. Yeah, I said it. All right. Star but Wars Trek- is clearly Trekkers better. Is- Trekkers is the, the, the way they want to be referred to, right? Trekkies is the derogatory term. Is that yeah, right? well, I don't want to be derogatory. Okay, well, you're a good man. You're a better man than I. Uh, well, I mean, fucking Trekkies, same thing. Chinaman. Chinaman. Okay. So um, what So what did you think? You, you thought that he was he was being too cocky, or you just think he uh, didn't go his way? I, I, I like the fact that it didn't go his way. I like the fact that, hey, we're going to go on the suicide mission to save the day, and it just backfired, and he got every single person fucking killed yep almost nobody walked away from that fucking super save the day throw and that's again that's that would if if he succeeded in that mission that would have been an homage to the original the original trilogy is some people go on a suicide mission save the day right right this is and that's what makes it a very different star wars movie it's like they did not save the day they fucked up. They fucked up royally. Shit's gone bad. And now you lost the entire rebellion. No one's answering your calls because no one wants to deal with your shit. 
Yeah. Right? That, that is kind of the tone, though, of Episode Five, right? The Empire Strikes Back. It, it, it's a darker movie. It ends on a darker tone. Dark things are happening in this new one. Yeah. They're, they're following the same pattern, right? Because you can't have th- uh, three movies in a trilogy where the, guy, the good guys come out on top every time. There's got to be a back and forth. Well, I, I agree. But the difference between this and Empire is even in the end, Luke gets away. Yeah, he loses his hand. You find out Vader's his father, and it does end on a down note, but they still get away. Luke also makes up with the sister a few times and probably bones her, but that's a different story. Um, that's Star Wars. Star Wars. Um, but in the end, like you still, I mean, Empire is the definitive Star Wars movie. There's not, there's like, for me, that's the number one, right? It doesn't get any better. Right. It gets a lot worse, Star Wars Christmas special, but it doesn't get any better. <laughs> um, What's that holiday called? Uh, I don't fucking know. They have, it's not Christmas, right? They have their own holiday. It's a Wookiee or... holiday, I guess. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> Kashyyyk. Uh, yeah. Um, but it, it, it's like Wookiee Kwanzaa. Yes, that's what it is. Because <laughs> Wookiees are black. I don't know if you know this. Wookiees are inherently... Uh, I know they're, they have uh, brown fur, but they're, they're, they're black-skinned underneath there? I think so. that's why they wear all the, like, the chains and shit. And the, <laughs> like, they're super urban. Uh... Are you, are you telling me that Chewbacca is based off of Flavor Flav? I was going to go more Mr. T, but yeah, Flavor Flav works. Okay, all right. Flavor Flav. There's a really great like t-shirt I've seen that it's Han Solo holding a baby Wookiee. Oh, I'm sorry. It's Han Solo with a uh, question mark and Leia's holding a baby Wookiee. And uh-huh. Chewbacca's like kind of like sneaking away. Like Chewbacca fucked Leia and got her pregnant. And now she gave birth to a Wookiee. That's how you screw up a life debt, my friend. That is very true. Um, but I mean, again, so Empire it, it does kind of le- it ends on a down note ish, but every all the main good guys get away, right? Well, I mean, at the end there, uh, I mean, you lost kind of- the rebellion went on. They, they they are continuing in some way. They're they're really beat down to the last handful of dudes. Yeah. But uh, obviously, so- something will turn around for them in this next one for sure. They, they can't be stamped out just yet. Yeah. Um, now, like, from that, now that while all this is going on, yeah. Ray goes and meets fucking Luke Skywalker. Luke Skywalker yeah. finally gets a line in the movie, and the fir- Ray hands him this lightsaber. He's like, This is your father's lightsaber. Train me as a Jedi. And he basically tells her to go fuck herself. He throws it off a cliff. I died after I screamed, no, wait, no, that's funny. Um, like, when you look at Star Wars, you see a very, and it's because George Lucas was heavily influenced by the reluctant master and apprentice stories of old kung fu and samurai movies. It was largely inspired, it was uh, like Joseph Campbell too, right? Yeah, yeah. And Flash yeah. Gordon. But you see that. You know, it's just true. He wanted to do a space okay. opera like Flash Gordon. Okay. Right. Um, your, mi- your mic's being a little weird. Oh, I'm sorry. Should I get closer? Um, I don't know. You're, you're Does that out. help? No, it's Does not. It's, not, it's creeping that? me out, and it's not helping. All right. Um, let's pause real quick, take a break, and I'm going to have Jason reset his shit. Okay. Oh, wait. No, it's back. Never mind. Um, anyway, so... We have the reluctant master based on like uh, old kung fu movies, 
which is inherently amazing, if you ask me. Why is that? Um, because that's that's the that's the basis of Star Wars is old kung fu movies. That's why we have uh, lightsabers, is because their Jedi's were thought to be samurais. We have someone who doesn't want anything to do with this. Luke is like, I fucked up. I'm done. Like, I don't know who you are. I, I, I'm scared of you. I shouldn't be, but I am. So, you know. He, he didn't get as weird as Yoda did in episode five. But uh, he, he was definitely he was definitely off. Right? Yeah. He, I mean, sp- okay. Well, we're just going to spoil this real quick. Fucking greatest cameo in a Star Wars movie in a long time. Fucking Muppet Yoda. Oh, it was it was the actual puppet. It was an actual the very when he first appears, it was CGI. Yeah, yeah. But as it goes on, oh, goes on as it goes on, he actually becomes a puppet again. They actually puppeteered Yoda. That's fantastic. I had no idea. That's great. I love I love to hear that stuff. You watch the first one, right? The first trilogy. Yeah, it's all models and puppets. Yeah, right. It's all it's all real effects. Yeah, and it's, and it's great, right? It's fantastic. Where the clone, uh, uh, the prequels were all CGI Yoda, right? So, which, which I mean, they did some things with that that they couldn't have done with puppets, but but at the same time, the, the puppets they look and feel real. I didn't realize that's what's happening, but I'm yeah. glad to hear it. Uh, and if you do get a chance, or when you do eventually go back and watch it and show this to your daughter, because you would be doing parenting correctly. Go back and watch, and he is literally a puppet. You can tell because he moves like a puppet. He's not as fluid as a CGI character, and like it, it looks like a Yoda puppet. You can absolutely tell it's a puppet. And you know what? I'm okay with that. I am too. That's I think that's awesome. That yeah, I, I love the Muppets. I love that real effects kind of thing. Um, what what I don't love though is not knowing how much time did she actually spend. Am I to believe that there's almost no time between the first and second movie? Uh, You are to believe that when she finds Luke Skywalker on that thing, hands him the lightsaber, that's literally five and a half seconds later. Okay, so it's it's an immediate continuation from episode seven. Yes. Okay. And I I guess that's right because um, Kylo Ren was still injured from his fight with uh, with Rey and Finn. Now, here's what I'm guessing. So... When Ray sees Luke, that's immediate. When we pick up Poe and uh, uh, Finn, I'm guessing that's a day or two later. Yeah. I, I just don't know what she learned from Luke Skywalker. Uh, apparently nothing. Because he's well, like, I'll give you episode. I'll give you three lessons. So we know it's three day, at least three days later when she finally shows back up. In the, how, in, how, long, how long was Luke Skywalker in Dagobah, though, with, with Yoda in episode you, five? It seemed like a while, right? Um, they never really say, and I'm sure they do in the expanded universe. I just I know he was there for a f- probably a few weeks. Yeah. You know, but that's that's the thing. We Luke doesn't train Ray. She is just naturally gifted. And that's the whole thing. That's what it's all about. It's like you don't have to be a Skywalker to use the Force. Luke said it's like the Jet. You don't have to be a Jedi to use the Force. The Jedi right. feel like it's a religion, but the Force is not a religion. It is the universe. It is everything that exists. And you know he's and Luke is so upset with failure, and that's why what Yoda says is fundamentally not only 
right, but it, it it it's fundamentally a life lesson. He goes, we learn more from our failures as a master than we do from our successes. And that's basically, like, there's a thing that goes around. It's like, you could learn everything good about you through Star Wars, about you know, sacrificing yourself and being a good person and following uh, uh, the Jedi Code, which is always serve and protect. And Yoda comes in and says, look, man, it's, you learn more from fucking up than you do from succeeding, which is why we're going to see a very different Poe in Episode 9 and possibly 10. We're going to see a very different Force Luke because Luke turns into the Force at the end of the movie. He disappears like Alec Guinness did in Episode Four, right? Because he he wasn't really struck down by Vader. I think he kind of decided to. He, he was a, a self destruct button, right? Basically, yeah. Now uh, I have I have two words for you: metachlorians. Doesn't exist. They. It doesn't exist anymore. It doesn't exist. Which again, that is the new Star Wars saying: we're getting rid of the old bullshit that fucking people did i.e. George Lucas with metachlorians and having to have special nanobots inside of you to use the Force, and going back to what the real nature of the Force is, and it surrounds us, it penetrates us, it binds us to the galaxy, you know? Okay, because I, I agree that it seems like every, everyone has access to the Force, but the, the level to which you can manipulate it depends on those metachlorians, but that's not a thing anymore. They're throwing that out. Yeah, they're, they, they, they should have thrown that out in Episode 1. Okay. All right. I was just, I was just clear because I, I don't know everything. I don't, I don't, one hundred percent geek out on this stuff. So I, that's why I come to you and ask. Uh, you know what? There are guys out there that would destroy me in Star Wars knowledge. Like, oh yeah. I, I, I basically there's in the whole expanded universe, and I basically uh, live just inside the movie verse and some of the expanded trilogy stuff. Well, I, I thought a lot of that stuff was thrown out as not canon anymore. A lot of it was, but what Disney did is said we're selecting. A lot of it is thrown out as canon, but here are thing like the stuff that was thrown out as out of canon was the Stormtrooper zombie book, where stormtroopers become zombies and they're stuck on a planet. I've like, never heard of that. <laughs> you know what? Nobody has. But it was a book. I yeah. saw it at the airport. And I almost bought it. Right? There's oh. a lot of that really bad shit out there. But there's a lot of the games like Knights of the Old Republic. Um, some of the uh, uh, like the Rebels TV show and the Clone Wars TV show, and a lot yeah. of the core books written by people who really delve into the Star Wars universe, and we see a lot of that. Like we learn more about the Force and those scenes with Rey than we did throughout the entire trilogy. Yeah, throughout the entire prequels, we learn more about that, and and we dive a lot deeper into it. Yeah. Okay. I see that. I see that for sure. Um, can, can I bring another? Can I bring uh, your mic back? is being weird again. Oh, bummer. Okay, how about now? Jason, we lost you. Oh no, I'm still. Hello. Here. Yeah, I'm Jay still said. Here. Yeah, yeah. I can't hear you. So anyway, because we have so much technical difficulties, um, but it's more me than Jason because Jason's perfect. Hey, um, I got a quick interesting fact for you. Are you ready for this? Am I allowed to comment on it? You can. I have okay. full permission to do so. All right. So uh, my last name is Tosher. Okay? Yes. And um, there's, a, there's a woman. I don't know her, but her name is Donna Tosher. 
and she wrote a Star Wars book. Really? It was, um, she was the author of Han Solo's journal, Star Wars journal, Hero for Hire. I thought that was kind of cool because you don't hear my last name a lot. It's a, it's a weird name. But someone with the same name wrote a book associated with Star Wars. Interesting That's, facts over. That is truly interesting. I did not. I'm going to. Uh, I am actually going to go buy that book. There you go. Uh, please text me or message me your address. I'm going to send you a copy. Hell yeah. Since you like getting books and are sending books to people. I love sending. Wow. You, you're an avid listener of Couch Pilots. God I, bless you. I, I, list, I actually was able to finish all of Couch Pilots today because I, uh, I listened to it on lunch while drawing on my iPad. What a great show that is, isn't it? It is a fantastic show. Um, <laughs> speaking of couch pilots, we've kind of gone through Star Wars. Let's go with space turbulence. What do you think they could have improved on Star Wars? Shorten it up a little bit, man. You know, I think this, the the scenes and, and space, like that, they're almost – I know everyone's going through a time of, of growing and transition, but the time that we spent – with Poe Dameron seemed um, laborious yeah. and it shouldn't, it shouldn't be. He, he's a great character and I don't feel like they utilized him as well as they could have. Um, so just tighten up the stories a little bit. Uh, right now I'm watching the walking dead and the, and the part of that show that always is frustrating to me is when they split up the characters for a whole fucking season. These characters <laughs> need to interact with each other. That's what I love. And, and, and here's the messed up part about the walking dead. They're all like five and a half minutes from each other. Yeah. Um, yep. To piggyback on your turbulence and slash interesting facts, uh, you had made mention of the little penguin creatures. Yes. Okay. So that I that uh, island that Luke Skywalker's on is in Ireland, right? Um, it is. I'm telling. Okay. I'm. I'm, I'm okay. telling. Right. Yes. On that. Yes, it is. On that island is a, a It's basically a bird sanctuary. And they have these little penguin bird guys that only live on that island. And those penguin guys that Chewbacca tries to eat yeah, pay homage to the actual birds that are on the island. So they're allowed to shoot on this island with this very rare creature? It's not rare, but it is like – so like these little penguin birds kind of hang out there. They're, they're in other places, but that's kind of their, like their breeding ground and habitat. And yes, they are allowed to shoot there because they're not endangered or anything. There's Building up to this movie, they 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 were like sneaking these little character, these little birds into like previews, and people were like, "Oh, these are the new Ewoks. This sucks. I don't want anything to do with them." But I see the movie, and they're not even a huge part of it. They're just they're just kind of a little comic relief here and there. Yeah, Ewoks throwing rocks and slings around. Yeah, you know? I was actually I was really worried about those guys, and along with the uh, the uh, the diamond foxes. I'm like, oh, right, oh right. god, we're getting Ewoks. But some of the best Chewbacca scenes is when he's got them all barbecued, and he goes, <laughs> he goes to eat one, and then he looks and it's all sad, and he's like, I'm still gonna do it. No, fuck, fine. <laughs> and then you see him kind of like taking refuge inside the Millennium Falcon, and they're tearing it apart. Like yeah, they yeah. were done really, really well. It pays homage to the actual birds that live in that island, that look very much like them. Um, they're not. I, I, yeah, I, I didn't. I didn't hate them. I went in a little anxious and a little apprehensive to yeah. uh, see what was going to happen, but they, it turned out fine. It was fine. Yeah, and, and again, that's all part. Of, like those are paying homages to all the other little Star Wars. Like, look, you think you're going to get Ewoks? No, we're going to give you this stuff for like ten seconds and be done with it. I, I'm going to ask you one, a quick question here. I was talking to, uh, oddly enough, Lori Garcia recently, and she was telling me that Jar Jar Binks was initially supposed to be like the big evil. 
uh, Sith Lord. Now, I, I had heard that once as like a fan theory, but was that ever truly confirmed that Jar Jar Binks was supposed to be the secret Sith Lord that was kind of goofing his way through the first trilogy? Um, George Lucas originally said when um, the Phantom Menace came out, he's like, I have very big un... Uh, he's like, I have very big plans for Jar Jar. You're not going to see it coming. That was okay. He said something along those lines. And the people's fucking reaction to Jar Jar was so negative that right. the, <laughs> the rumor is he scrapped the entire idea. That's when, if you look, if you go back and watch um, the, uh, the last one, Jar Jar walks past because it well Jar Jar Emperor Palpatine does not seize control of the Senate. Right, yeah, yeah. Right. He, he needs he he needed him to like make a motion to uh, like a vote of confidence or whatever. Yeah. Right. And, and, and okay, yeah. Um, if there's a scene where he's in with um, Padme and he's he's guard, he walks past, looks directly at the camera winks and keeps going it happens for a split second you can slow it down and you watch it but it's deliberately in there and that's kind of a nod to like yeah you could have had a really great character but you all fucking bitched about it i'm george lucas here's my star wars dick and then jj came back and did it better um so yeah uh turbulence for me Ironically, was there wasn't enough Finn. I wanted a better fight between Finn and what's her face from Game of Thrones. Oh, uh, which one is this? Phasma, the girl in the metal, is the tall blonde chick from Game of Thrones. Oh, okay. The okay, the the chromed out starch. Uh, yeah, I wanted a bet. I feel she's gonna come back really hard. I don't think. Last time we saw her, she fell into a like, exploding, flaming pit of the ship. Right. Yeah, I don't think she's dead. So that this almost is paying homage to uh, Boba Fett. I yeah, would say right. I, I would hope so. Because Boba Fett fell into that pit, and I think things that have been thrown out as canon at this point brought him back to life because people loved him as the bounty yeah. hunter so much, and he he almost is a variation of a start a stormtrooper. Yeah. And Phasma is is in fact just that. So uh, do you feel like people have the same? Or even a fraction of the love for Phasma as they do for uh, Boba Fett. Fuck no, she's not nearly as cool. Um, yeah, okay. Boba Fett's. I hope so. I hope yeah. we. I want a fucking uh, uh, Boba Fett story where, like, five minutes after Return of the Jedi, you just see a hand pop out of the Sarlacc pit and it pulls himself up. He's like, "I'm Boba Fett, man." He looks directly at the camera. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's all I need. That's all I need. Um, yeah, yeah, that'd be good. Other real quick things to mention because I don't want to ruin the entire movie. The scene with Ray and uh, Kylo in Snork's lair, absolutely fucking awesome. Super oh, metal. Cool. Uh, yeah. I don't want to ruin all of it. Uh, Snoke dies. Uh, um, it, it, do you think he's really dead? Yeah. Oh, he's, he's they cut him in fucking half, man. Well, I, I will say this, and I don't know. I I, I think this is canon. Because they had the uh, Star Wars Clone Wars cartoon. Are you going to drop some Clone Wars knowledge on me right now? I might. Uh, oh, it, shit. Oh, shit. Yeah. We doing it. Yes, that is canon. Go for Epis- it. What are you going to Epis- say? Episode one, which did not exist, features a very awesome and underused Darth Maul. I agree 100%. Best part of that entire movie. He is severed in half. He is. Thought to be dead. Very true. Back in Clone Wars as a top half Darth Maul and a bottom half uh, arachno techno spider. He does eventually get legs. 
Okay, so I mean, that I'm saying about Snoke, I, I think he probably is dead, which is almost a, maybe just a, a total fake out or a little bit of a letdown. But I mean, if someone is that strong within the Force, I think there are ways physically to bring them back. See, here's the thing: I don't think he was that strong. Okay. I think he was that evil, and he thought he could manipulate Kylo Ren. But Kylo Ren is so powerful because he is the son of Luke Skywalker. He is the grandson of Darth Vader. He has Leia. Han has a little bit of the Force. We see that in um, Return of the Jedi just a bit, a little bit. Well, what does he do with it? It's just the way he looks and the way like he's able to predict a few things. You get the sense that he is Force-sensitive. He doesn't know it. Okay. Right? Um, that's looking really in between the lines of Return of the Jedi. I'm just throwing that out there. Um, but, you know, Luke's his best friend. Leia's his wife. He learns a little bit. He has to. You know, yeah. how else can he narrowly escape death all the time? He's not Captain Kirk. He doesn't cheat. He <laughs> literally narrowly escapes death. So I don't I don't know that I, I think Snope is more like a Hitler where he's not that powerful, but he's a master manipulator. Okay. Right. I can, I can, I can see that. I, I think that he probably is dead. I'm, I just like to play devil's advocate, and I'm interested in what you think. Yeah. Um, and when it comes to the bad guys, too, I, I understand that breaking Kylo Ren breaking his own mask is metaphorical, but I love that mask. I thought that was bitching. I, I'm sad to see it go, especially how ugly he is underneath, right? Yeah. I mean, when <laughs> Snoke goes, take off that fucking mask, you're not Darth Vader. Yeah, yeah. Right. Like, I know exactly what his mind's going to do because I'm a fucking purple-headed warrior and with a giant – he's a penis head. I'm sorry. He's he a, he a giant penis. He's a giant penis. So, like, I, I, I think he is dead. I think we're done with Snoke because he was kind of the last of the old evil Siths. And um, I think Kylo Ren is just pure anger and pure evil and pur- pure aggression where he literally wants to destroy everything so he feels he can bring out a new. He is the Kim Jong-il of the <laughs> Star Wars universe, except me, he's not a retard. Let me ask you this. Was was Snoke in any way in, in the previous films at all? You I don't think that? so. I don't think so. Okay. Um, okay. There's theories on it, um, but uh, there's that. Other turbulence for me was really the the leia thing man like i love leia i love but fucking mary poppins come on man how are they going to reconcile i mean obviously uh, luke will be back in some fashion now that he has ascended to he's ghost luke. luke yeah he's ghost luke. yeah and uh han solo is is definitely out of the picture altogether the the f- physically the 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 two people that have died you know they're they're still around physically, but <laughs> Le- Leia is physically in the film, but she's a dead lady in real life. How how do you reconcile that? I I don't know, uh, and I don't know yeah. that. I think they have a good idea. One of the things they said they're like, look, all the stuff for Leia was sh- before w- with Carrie Fisher was shot before she passed, so we can finish off eight um, properly. And I think the original idea was to kill her off, but once she uh, and they shot everything, and I think they were toying with the idea. And then once she died, they're like, "We're gonna keep her in. We're gonna let her. We're gonna let her go in a way in Star Wars that um, I think she's gonna vanish into the Force." Okay. And and I think I think she's gonna go, or we're gonna see, or she's gonna. I don't think she's gonna be killed off camera. I think there's enough footage shot of her uh, in this movie to give you a little bit of nine, and I think they're gonna finish her off, like just vanish into the Force. And let her go 
uh, ceremonially. Well, least, you saw Rogue One where they digitally resurrected her as you know as nineteen year old. They, I have absolutely said they're not doing that. Okay. Um, they they absolutely said we are not doing that. Um, that that was an idea that was put on the table, and they inevitably decided that would not be the way. Um, she went. One of the things I will touch on that actually made me cry is when I was at San Diego Comic Con, they had a tribute booth to Leia and all of um, Carrie Fisher's personal belongings of like some of the things she collected, and one of it was her copy of A New Hope, her script, okay. her script. Oh wow! Okay. With her hand notes in it, it was absolutely gorgeous. Um, so I don't know where they're gonna go with Leia yet. Um, what, what, what if they pull a Yoda? And bring her back digitally for the first few minutes, and then ma- make her corpse like a uh, a puppet for the rest of the film. I I would not be okay with that. Okay, all right. I I, I know you're playing devil's advocate. Um, <laughs> and as much as I want to see that, because I don't want my princess to be gone, I don't. I do I, I, I do want to see that. Like just her dead <laughs> right. body, be like. I don't think that would pay her service. They're gonna do her fan service. I think um, you're right. I think they will do that. So, as Couch Pilots goes, you have a rating system. Yes, we sure do. Uh, our, we have a rating system, and as I said on Rogue One, when we did a review of Rogue One, we're stealing this from you. We're going to go with our rating system, and it's a rating system to 1 to 5. By the way, Rotten Tomatoes gives this a 93%. Yeah, that's holding strong at 93. It's been that way for about a week, I think, now. So... I'm going to go over quietly, the uh, not quietly, but into the microphone, the rating system as goes. So this is a, based on a seven-point scale. This is inspired by Wings, but has nothing to do with Wings. The television show Wings from the 90s. Yes, which, again, I remember watching. So number one is the worst. Number seven is the best. Number one, Jar Jar Binks, because fuck him. No, no one wants a Binks. No, nobody, unless you're Andy Brink Brinker from uh, Brink. <laughs> We're talking about Disney. Um, number two, the Ewoks. Number three, C3PO, respectively, because his three's in the title. Number four, my favorite, Chewbacca. Han Solo, he shot first, but he's dead now. Number six, Boba Fett. And number seven, the baddest motherfucker in the galaxy, Darth Vader. I ask you, the bottle cap kid, Jason, how do you rate Star Wars? You're gonna co-host. Uh, why, don't you, why don't you take over? Why don't you take over couch pilot. Give me a give me a fucking break. <laughs> Maybe um, at the marathon if we do it. Uh, you know, that, that, honestly, that that was one of the things I wanted to do is is at a marathon have everyone just take a step to the right and everyone host each other's shows. I thought that would have been a fun mix up of things. Um, or if Blake's not dead, do you think we're still doing it? All right, B. We're doing we're doing the okay. uh, we're doing the marathon. For sure. I, I will. Um, I will. I don't know about Dave, but I will be there. Good. Uh, toward the end of January, I believe, is when we're recording it. Um, one to seven scale, Star Wars Episode Eight: The Last Jedi. Good movie, not great. I give it a Han Solo. That's a number five. I am gonna have to concur with you. Yeah. Um, and it gets the Leia still alive bump. So, uh, it's <laughs> it's a five point five for me. It's okay. a solid movie. It's a lot of fun. It's a great popcorn movie. Um. It's definitely different. It's in a really different direction. They had some flaws, but overall, I'm going to watch this movie all the fucking time, man. 
Yeah, when it comes out, I'll buy it on DVD. I'll, I'll check it out. It was it was a lot of fun. I, I really I enjoyed it. Um, there were parts that we discussed in Turbulence, maybe some slow parts, maybe parts I didn't utilize correctly, but it's a good film. Go I, check it out if you haven't seen it already. Um, welcome all the people who skipped the spoilers. The movie was really good. You should watch it. <laughs> um, that, and, 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 well, and well done for knowing exactly where to skip to in the podcast. Yeah, well done. Uh, I said the last eight seconds. Uh, um, if you're just tuning in after because you skipped the spoilers, uh, Yoda shows up. Ha ha! Suckers. Uh, everybody dies. Ooh. In the Rebel Alliance. That being said, um, Jason, do you have anything to plug other than Couch Pilots? Uh, yeah, you know what? There's a show coming out soon um, called Karaoke Big E. I am so excited! Uh, this is a show where uh, Scott from, you, you've heard from all the shows, Low Blow, uh, Drunken Lullabies, IBWIP, Broken Funny Bone, Couch Pilots. He's all over the place. He's finally got his own show uh, with Kevin Clark where they they do karaoke. They, they have a guest on, and the guest comes heavy with a couple of songs that mean something to them. They talk about it. They sing it together. I talked to Blake Clayton, who's on episode, I think, numero uno. There you he go. Says, he said, man, the show was a ton of fun. So uh, I think it's – I haven't heard it yet, but I'm super excited for it. Look for that in January. It's called Karaoke Big E. It's a nightmare to spell, but goddammit, when you find it, you're going to love it. Look for the amazing, breathtaking, revolutionary fan art for the cover of that episode. It is awesome. Well done. Thank you. you very, thank you. Th- awesome. That took me all of like four hours. <laughs> it was great. It was, it was fantastic. Really cool. Um, yeah, I, I uh, was Biggie was fortunate, uh, um, was grateful enough to ask me to uh, draw the uh, the fan art. I went and stole one of his Facebook photos and drew the shit out of that thing. So uh, I'm very proud of it. It's really nice. It's cool. And those letters, the Japanese letters, are actually Japanese for karaoke. That's awesome. I, I love that you're, you're paying homage, much like uh, Star Wars did to the I- Irish birds. To the the karaoke, right? Yeah, um, the, the, the karaoke originators. So, uh, yeah, that's really cool art. Yeah, uh, which means uh, karaoke, which means uh, empty heart or something like that. I don't know. Karaoke. Ko. That being said, Jason, do you have any social media where they can plug you or come visit you or send you dick pics? Uh, just type in couch pilots and then see what comes up. Send all your dick pits to couch pilots, and you can call them at 1 800 pilots 1. 1 910 pilots 1. There you go. Leave them that a- is a real number. You can call us and leave us a message. <laughs> I, I have. Oh, for the record, I'm very bummed before we leave that the rest of my voicemail message in homage to your daughter. Uh, did not come through. I was very, I have not said this. I was very excited. It was very great. I please tell her that I thoroughly enjoyed it. And anytime she wants to come on low blow and say a bunch of dirty words, she's more than welcome to. I will let her know. Thank you for that. On that bombshell kids. My name is Adam Zelinski with me. Joining me this week is my name is Jason. I love you. Have yourselves a week and go watch star Wars. <laughs>